Mix. It's Wednesday, June 7th, 2023. Coming up on the program today, Mead Skelton's wet-ass pussy. Plus, hiring a priest to exercise gay demons. Chris Hansen confronts Glory Hole Jerry. And taking six-hour shit breaks at work will get you fired. All this but your voicemails today. Hanging out in LA when this dude drove by in this really funky bands. I could tell right away this motherfucker had ends. Was a white dude, about 30 something. Kept staring at me, yelling like he wanted something. He called me over and he asked for directions. I saw his dick was hard, so I peeped his card. I said, You dying, you know you ain't lost. You wanna suck my dick while I'm jacking you off? And he said, Oh no, there must be a mistake. I got a wife and a kid, and I'm very, very straight. So I said, Take my number and my name. You can call me up when you're sick of playing games. As I walked away, yo, I knew he would call. Cause if you see me, one fag, they can see them all. He wants it. So what the fuck you think? He needs it. So what the fuck you mean? He wants it. Cause if you see one fag, now you see them all. He wants it. So what the fuck you need? He needs it. So what the fuck you think? He wants it. Cause if you see one fag, then you see them all. So I knew that he'd be climbing the wall. One week later, and he finally called. He said his family's gone for a week or two. And he was really bored and needed something to do. So I drove to his crib up in Beverly Hills. A bomb man's house worth a couple of mills. He said he wasn't gay, he just wanted to check. And a half hour later, he massaging my back. In his wife's room, he gave me some head. Went in the next room and fucked on his kid's bed. Fucked and we fucked like bitches in heat. I came on his face and, and all over the sheets. I knew that I was done when I started getting sore. I grabbed the kid's toy and I wiped my dick off. He's lying on the bed, still trying to recover. I'm dressed and I'm out as my car burns rubber. He wants it. So what the fuck you think? He needs it. So what the fuck you need? He wants it. Cause if you see one fag, then you see them all. It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Hansen. I know what abortion smells like. Did you know abortion even had a smell? Christian now fears his flatulence. Why does man have to have such a sweet rectum? Is Miss Vagina thinking about Mr. Penis? Yes! Tim Henson back here with you for the Wednesday episode of DV. Have a great one for you. You heard Gangsta Fag at the top of the program as we continue to celebrate Pride Month here on DV. I know some of you laugh when I say that, but I honestly believe Gangsta Fag is an excellent role model for the Ligbits community. First of all, not only is he living his best life and his own truth, he's doing it loudly and proudly. He's fucking singing about sucking dick. Honestly, he's almost a predator about it. Singling out straight guys and then fucking him in the bed he shares with his wife, then cleaning his dirty, cum and shit covered dick on that straight guy's kid's toys. Why does Paddington Bear smell funny? His fur is all crispy, Dad. It's true. If you've seen one fag, you've seen them all. Quote attributed to Gangsta Fag. You know, we featured He Wants It many times on the podcast. His other work, not so much, although there are a few Gangsta Fag tracks available on YouTube. One of my personal favorites is Twisted Life. It's another one that really showcases how incredibly gay this man is. 
The song is about an interaction he had with uh, a woman. It's early in the morning and I'm smoking a bud. I'm horny as a fuck and I need me a stud. I got this chick asking me for a ride. But I let her know quickly that I'm strictly dickly. I said, I'm sorry, I can't help you, miss. Because a faggot like me don't be fucking with fish. She gets upset and she flipping me off. Because a saggy ass bitch don't be getting me off. I just laugh if I drove right by. Because I don't give a fuck because I'm so, so high. I think about this dude that I fucked last night. And how his dick was big. And his ass was tight Sucking on my cock like a candy cane Rubbing on my balls and fucking out my brains I pulled out, then I came in his mouth I put my clothes on and I broke the fuck out You keep it real cause I know my type Cause a nigga like G left a twisted life He's not tempted by a woman at all He's grossed out by her saggy tits I'm right there with you. And instead he thinks about all the hot gay sex he had the night before one more short clip from Gangsta Fag's discography. This one shows a more serious side. It's not all fun and games and fucking. Now I just finished fucking my man. Well, okay, there's a little bit of fucking involved. All of Gangsta Fag's songs feature at least one or two lines about having sex. Otherwise, it's not Gangsta Fag. I think in this song, Gangsta Fag is in a committed relationship. Now I just finished fucking my man Now I'm laying in the bed with my dick in his hand My fucking head, he gets up and he says he's thirsty He's going, he's going to the store to get a 40-year-old He kissed me and told me I'll be back I laid the fuck down and started taking a nap I passed the fuck out cause I'm tired like a mother That's when I heard a scream and the car burning rubber I grabbed my gat and I ran outside I saw my baby the on the ground and they beating him down That's right, the implication here is that this is a straight-on gay hate crime Oh, I think you know Gangsta Fag is not going to take this lying down. They had him outnumbered one to eight. They calling him a fag and they kicking his face. I put my gat and I'm letting it spit. And I don't really care, give a fuck who I hit. They jump in the car. Yeah, gun down the straights. All the straights. Take them all down. The only good heterosexual is a dead, bleeding, bullet-riddled heterosexual. I'm going to become one of those, like, militant, <laughs> militant gays. Queer Nation, baby! No one is safe, unless, of course, you sign up for the sideshow. They jump in the car, now they run like bitches. The dead motherfuckers just dug their ditches. Run from the baggers, run from the baggers. You know the twisted DJ, I bring the buckets. Run from the baggers, run from the baggers. Ever since I heard this song, I've been uh, singing that part over and over. Run from the faggots, run from the faggots. Just like that. I caught myself um, singing it out loud as I was uh, entering the Chipotle today. Run from the faggots! Run from the faggots! It's just a fun thing to sing, even if you're not gay. Try it out. Run from the faggots! Run from the faggots! You know, it's a very guttural, gruff barking. Run from the faggots! Run from the faggots! It's a lot like a wah! I can't even do that now. A wah! You know, from Disturbed. It's not exactly the same thing, but it's fun like that to do. Run from the faggot! Run from the faggot! A wah! Yeah, that's that's what I was trying to do there. Anyway, there you go. Just a little gangsta fag to help you celebrate Pride Month, although we're not done celebrating yet. This past Sunday, me did a live stream entitled Gospel in Chat. He made several references to Pride Month. Right, folks. He was there all the time. We're fighting all the... Uh this is taking back the rainbow month, right? And I believe a uh, pastor said what we're doing is it's called Fidelity Month. That's basically where you take out all your money you've invested with Fidelity, mutual funds, money market accounts, and you tie that to the church. 
Pastor Jenkins wants to buy a 737. He wants to fly over to the shithole countries and preach the good word of the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm sorry. Go on, Mead. Fidelity months. I don't have anybody, so I have nobody to fee- be Fidelity with. <laughs> Fidelious with whatever it's called. I don't know what the hell Mead's talking about. But uh, we do we do appreciate people being uh, humble and uh, in trying not to do anything that's too too bad. By the way, as you can tell, uh, Mead's voice is a little fucked up. He has a cold, probably COVID, again. He does this totally gross thing, though, where he... Um, rubs his nose and you can hear just how juicy and mucusy it is computer enhance computer isolate wetness and loop oh my god Mead's snot loop really does work well with that song. Fuck, you need to blow that schnoz, dude. Uh, I have my big organ here. Whoa! Calm down, Mead. Let's keep this live stream PG. Ready to whip out my big organ, ladies. Well, now you're making my pussy go wet. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. I don't know if I need that. Where's your regular keyboard at, man? Go back to that. Oh, I know what this song is. Pervert marriage, pervert marriage. It's not real marriage to me. Pervert marriage, pervert marriage. How can it be? Everyone requests this song, by the way. I like to think I started that. Anytime I'm in the chat during a live stream, I'm requesting that song. I don't mind the gays. I don't mind the gays. He's so stuffed up. <laughs> They're perfectly fabulous in many ways, but I do not agree with homosexuality. Marriage should be between a man and a woman. That's how God said it should be. It's always an agenda they're pushing, not about equality. Pervert marriage, pervert marriage. It's not real marriage to me. Pervert marriage, pervert marriage, how can it be? After uh, after the song, Mead addresses his sickness a bit. Someone in the chat thinks he might have COVID, like me. there we go. Oh, of course, uh, no, I don't have COVID, no. Well, let's hope I don't have it. (laughs) Maybe I do have COVID, but if it is COVID, it's just like a little bit of, it's just a little little chill. I think I gave it to my dad. Oh, Jesus Christ. He's fine. He's 89 years old. Rest in peace, Mead's dad. I can see how this is going to go. And he's fine, so. Yeah, he got a little cough. He's wheezing a bit, complaining he can't breathe. Just took him down to the hospital. They gave him some oxygen. He's doing fine. I mean, they put him in a medically induced coma, but he should be out of that in a day or two, right? You know, we're all fine over here. (laughs) Praise Jesus. You may remember Great Big Pete said he wanted to interview Mead. Well, unfortunately, Great Big Pete wasn't able to, but his um, hired hand, Mindy, she was finally able to contact him and uh, ask about the whole Chick-fil-A fiasco. Apparently, for those of you not in the loop, Chick-fil-A hired a a new executive in charge of diversity and inclusion. Even though no one really knows what that means, 
when applied to Chick-fil-A, a very, very, very Christian company. They're fucking closed on Sunday, man. That didn't stop people from freaking out and uh, boycotting. So uh, what does Meade think of this latest move? I did hear in the news that uh, they, there's a, a new VP of diversity and equity and all that stuff. Is that is that what you're referring to? Uh, Me, I know what Mead's thinking. He's like, I don't want to lose my job here. Um, theoretically, maybe. Okay, okay, I understand. Uh, I mean, you don't have yeah. to. You don't have to talk poo-poo about it. I'm please don't. <laughs> yeah. In fact, yeah. Well, um, um, oh, they probably won't fire me because uh, they they'd have to pay for my unemployment. So, but um, yeah, um, yeah. There's some silly thing going on with. Uh, Diversity. I kind of saw the writing on the wall when they took down all the pictures of white employees and, and replaced them with Indians. <laughs> so, oh, that's silly. But yeah, I, I kind of saw that coming. So, but just the it's the days we live in, you know, very satanic culture we live yeah. in. Indian people eating chicken. What could be more evil than that? So starts the downfall of Chick Fil A. This is what Satan wants. White folks shouldn't be forced to look at brown people eating chicken. Oh my God. Yeah, it's yeah. like what what some people would call the second satanic panic. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. 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 Yeah, just everywhere in your face. Um, Indians in your face. Latinas in your face. Although I wouldn't mind a Latina girlfriend on my face. <laughs> yeah, a pretty Latina with a big fat ass sitting right on my face. I'd go to town on that. Here's what it would sound like if I was eating my Latina girlfriend's ass out. Yeah. Yeah, devouring that butthole like a brown person devours chicken. You know, so I don't think Chick-fil-A is involved in any uh, human trafficking so far that I know, but... um, I just hope they don't go down that road, you know, because it's you know it's a slippery slope. You yeah. you accept one thing and it leads to another thing. Do you understand what he's saying? He, he's saying they put up photos in the Chick Fil A of an Indian person enjoying one of their crappy sandwiches, and now the next thing you know, Chick Fil A is going to start trafficking human children. It's a possibility. Before you know it, you've got. You know, kitty porn and stuff like that. Yeah, they're putting kitty porn up on the wall. <laughs> Could you imagine Chick Fil A? There's just full-blown child sex on the walls. What the hell is he talking about? Jeez, yeah, I mean so, that's a bit of a stretch, but yeah, I get yeah, what you're saying. Yeah, you just have to be careful these days um, with who we associate with. So <laughs> please, no one send this to Chick Fil A corporate. We don't want to get Mead fired. He, you know, he means well. I think, you know, it is interesting that Meade would not talk to great big Pete, but the second, you know, he found out a uh, female was interested in interviewing him, Mindy, then he picked the phone right up. As a matter of fact, towards the end of the conversation, Mindy asks for a bedtime song. Yeah. Oh, Meade. Meade. Meade, my Germanic Meade. I think Mindy is a smitten kitten. You've got such a lovely voice. Could you sing, like okay. I'm just about to go to bed and I wanted to I wanted you to yeah. sing me a song. Do you think you could sing me like a little quiet version of Sweet Tea? Mead never says no to a proper lady. The star, uh, stars are out in heaven tonight, and oh. the feeling is feeling awfully right oh for my. a cool glass of sweet tea under the magnolia tree. Mm-hmm. 
sweetie, darling, you and me. Oh, me. Oh, my God. Mindy's panties are so wet. What it stays so sweet. Let's have some sweetie. Under oh the magnolia tree. Listen to that sexy, sultry, soft version of sweet tea. Means a player. For some sweet tea. Oh. Sugar down on me. Oh, oh mead. <laughs> my heart is thumping. Yeah. Oh, oh my great. god. Well, I appreciate it. Um, oh my god, that's amazing. Well, you know, even though I was pissed off that I I could not talk to Mead about the Chick Fil A situation, I think Mindy did a great job. As a matter of fact, Mindy got a little more out of Mead. No. No, no, nothing like that. Mindy got um, some information out of Mead about another uh, great song of his that we have featured many times on the show. Black Lives Matter, you know, Black Lives Matter when they go splatter. It's all about George Floyd. Well, originally, uh, it was going to have a different uh, title, different name. So I thought, right, that, you know, I was going to do a song called Fentanyl Floyd. But I think that was overdone. So what all I did yeah. was I just you know put yeah, that was played out that angle. Black Lives Matter, um, and did a little twist on that you know acronym. Yeah. And um, so I think people enjoyed that. You, you do? You think that was a well received song of yours? Okay, made cuckoo. Well, there you go. As always, just uh, amazing content from Mead. You should all check them out on YouTube and Mead's official website. MeadSkeltonsPlace.com for all things Mead. You know, I was on his website, and one thing that is sorely missing is a, uh, like a storefront. He should have, I, you know, maybe I can help Mead out here. <laughs> you know, you know, I created uh, Thursday Lane's website, FartBitch.com. That was a huge hit for a while. So, I, you know, I could spruce up Mead's website. <laughs> Oh, I could make it the destination on the World Wide Web there. No, but I really think Mead needs uh, like a storefront where you can like digitally buy his music. But more importantly, get like, uh, you know, Mead t-shirts. I would totally rock some Mead merch. How about MeadMerch.com? I mean, come on, let's monetize your notoriety, my friend. I know the freaks here would buy a bunch of your stuff, you know, ironically, but still, a sale is a sale. All right, uh, let's move on. Thank you very much, Mead. Oh, I do have one more gay pride-related clip today. This is from Andrew Hartzler on TikTok. He is a gay man. He knows it. Everyone in an earshot of him knows it. That means when he was younger, his parents even knew it, and they were not happy about the situation. After all, they didn't raise no queer boy. There has to be some sort of reasonable explanation for his behavior. Ultimately, they landed on uh, the house is possessed. There's ghosts and demonic forces at play here. So, naturally, a priest was brought in to perform an exorcist and, you know, cleanse the house of all of its satanic faggotry. Now, this happened not too long ago, thankfully. The reason why I say that is because the house was festooned with security cameras. So we can see this guy going from room to room, praying the gay away. Let's take a listen. Here's when my parents hired an exorcist to get all the demons out of my room that they thought were making me gay. Again, as you can tell by the sound of his voice, the exorcism was not a success. I'm guessing it's because the demon had already attached itself to Andrew here. He is inside of you, just the way you like it. Here's when my parents hired an exorcist to get all the demons out of my room that they thought were making me gay. Devil, go in Jesus' name. Jesus name. You foul spirit, you leave in Jesus' name. Something's happened in this closet in Jesus' name. Every evil spirit, go now in Jesus' name. Evil spirit, go now in 
Jesus' name. I want to know how much the priest charged for this house call. He's got a good racket going on here. You may have heard a few seconds ago in the video that uh, he said there's something going on in the closet here. He spends a lot of time in this guy's closet. I think it's a space the priest knows well. Spirit, go now, go. Jesus' name. And I pray the conviction of the Lord upon this room in Jesus' name. Devil, you have no more place. You can never enter this room again. I breathe. I okay, breathe. all right. Some guy says I'm not allowed in here. I, I, I guess I better go now. You think it's that easy to get rid of demons? Why? I mean, what, what makes you so special? What makes you so scary to the demon? What, you're holding a cross? It's a piece of wood. These entities have traversed hell. These forces are pure evil. A couple pieces of fucking plywood stapled together is not going to make them uh, shake in their little boots. Come on. The blood of Christ over this closet. Over every piece of clothing in here. Salvation in Jesus' name. The presence of God. Whew. Again, he's in the cl- <laughs> He's literally in the closet. I can see all this kid's clothing. Something was in here in Jesus' name. I bet you he's looking at all this kid's like club wear and stuff. The evil attached itself to his clothing when he was out at like a gay bar. Thank you, Jesus. We are now we commission angels to be in this closet. I anoint this. This oil represents the oil of the Holy Spirit. And we anoint this bed in the name of Jesus. Yeah. That every person that touches this bed shall be saved. And there are a lot of people who touch that bed. Also, it's not the first time slippery oil has been spilled on the sheets there. In Jesus' name. Yes. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I feel that. That's the Holy Ghost giving us direction. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Right. Thank you, Jesus. That'll be $1,500, please. I would say this other side's had just as much shenanigans. Mom's chiming in. He did a bunch of gay shit on this side of the house, too. You better squirt your Jesus oil over here. This kid kind of is fascinating. Obviously, that exorcism didn't work. I don't know why he wasn't disowned, uh, but his parents allowed him to go to college where just like so much gay shit happens. There's not enough holy Jesus oil in the world to straighten you out once you go gay in college. I think uh, he made a deal with his parents or maybe his parents said, "Uh, look, the only way we're going to send you to college is if you go to a Christian school. So he ended up going to Oral Roberts University. Here's how I almost got kicked out of college. And he promptly almost got kicked out. So I attended Oral Roberts University in Tulsa, Oklahoma, a conservative Christian school. And you're probably thinking, well, why'd you even go there? Well, like other students, I attended college to receive an education, not to have my sexuality or gender identity and expression conform to the school's preference. And my parents highly incentivized that I go to ORU on top of paying for my tuition. So for my own financial sake, I went to school there. So I get there and I'm completely in the closet. Not as much as you think you are. So I come out to my parents at the age of 14. They had sent me to conversion therapy and for my own survival and sanity, I had gone back into the closet. So I'm at ORU and I don't know a soul and a part of it was having to attend chapel two times a week. And if you missed more than two chapels, you would be fined for every chapel that you missed. Like you're written up like like it's a speeding ticket or something. You have to pay money if you don't go. 
go to church. Fucked so up. in the second chapel of the semester, we all had to sign an honor code pledge. And a part of that pledge said, I will not engage in any homosexual activities. Well, you already know where this story's going. After the seventh time I got caught giving guys blowjobs. So fast forward to my second semester of my junior year at ORU, and I decided to invite my boyfriend at the time, who went to another university in Tulsa, to come hang out in my dorm room on campus. Okay, well, you're playing with fire here. Stupid. And a little while after this, I was summoned to the dean's office where I was told that I could either attend accountability meetings, which was conversion therapy by another name, or no longer be a student at ORU. Long story short, he did the conversion therapy, then COVID hit. So all classes were virtual, which was probably a great thing for him. It's the only reason he was able to graduate, I think. You know, if he was on campus, he may have suffered some additional infractions. Oh, uh, Bonin Donuts over there in the Discord alerted me that Chris Hansen, to catch a predator's very own Chris Hansen. We were just talking about him recently on the pod. It was the Side Joe exclusive episode, my favorite to catch a predator moment, where they're reading the chat logs and the pervert is like, hey, do you have a cat? Yeah. You won't believe what he asks next. Crazy Trini 1984 asks, if she would perform a sex act on the cat, right? It's all great. Anyway, so uh, Chris Hansen is back. I feel like Chris Hansen has had like eight iterations of To Catch a Predator since the Dateline show was canceled. Right now it's called Takedown with Chris Hansen. And there are some clips from a recent sting. I, 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 whenever I talk about Chris Hansen, I start speaking like him. We've got some clips from a recent sting operation, courtesy of Perverted Justice. All right. Oh, this one is a little bit different because the pervert supposedly is nearby, right? And instead of wanting to go to the decoy's house, he's like, no, 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 no. I want you to come to my place since you live so, uh, so close. And the predator actually has a good reason why he wants the uh, young kid to, to swing by. And rather than him coming to us, he wants the 14-year-old boy to come to him. And his reason is one that even I haven't heard before. He has a glory hole set up. He glory wants. Hole. In case you don't know. Oh, Chris Hansen, who do you think you're talking to here? In case you don't know what a glory hole is, let me school you. In my many travels throughout my life, I have seen a glory hole porn before, like real glory hole setups in houses. Usually it's done with a sheet or a plywood or something. And the idea is someone is invited over and they just come and stick their dick through the hole. And the dude who lives at the house just blows the, the, the guy anonymously. You know, that's what it's all about. Hot, raw, anonymous action. You don't know. A glory hole is a hole in a wall designed for anonymous sexual encounters. Yes. Knowing I'm 14 wants me to come there, walk in, use it, and leave without ever seeing him. Yeah, blow and go. Or knowing him. This is a bad guy. Yes. Thank you, Chris. What do you think the odds are this is the first time he's done this? Slim to none. Yeah, you don't go through all the trouble of constructing a glory hole just for one-time use. Now, of course, the best part of these To Catch a Predators is uh, when Chris Hansen actually confronts the Predator. But before we get to that... There's been a new development with Glory Ooh. Hole Jerry. <laughs> Give him a little nickname. And it's one that I've seen all too many times before. So Jerry, I forgot to mention this, uh, when the decoy, the, who's you know, pretending to be a 14-year-old, was talking to this guy... Glory Hole Jerry told him he was 19 years old. 
which is still wrong. A 19-year-old going after a 14-year-old, but it's not as gross as... Let me know I'm 47. Wow, so he's gone from 19 to 47. Yeah. In the span of this conversation. Yeah. And he just said that that was a fam- a friend of a family's face right. picture. So, so he showed you a picture that was obviously He's trying to lure people in right, now. Younger. So this is a little bit more... Right. I mean, this is a predator. Well, they somehow convinced this 47-year-old to uh, come to the decoy house. As much as that guy wanted to utilize his glory hall, which is going to waste right now, he reluctantly agrees to meet the 14-year-old. Good job. Hey, hold on. I forgot my charger real quick. Oh, you're fine. It used to be, uh, here, uh, have some cookies and sit down in the kitchen. Or, um, I've got some laundry to do. I'll be right back. Now it's, uh, I forgot my charger. Chris Hansen quickly enters the scene. Jerry, where did you come from tonight? The other side of the park. Right in this neighborhood? No, the other side of the park. The other side of the park. And how did you meet Travis? What do you mean, how did that meet him? How did you meet him? How did you find out that you should... He was on Grinder. On Grinder. And what was the discussion on Grinder, Jerry? I'm not. No, Jerry, you need... Don't, don't, you can't leave here. Jerry makes a run for the door. No, 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 no. Please, run, But the Viper team doesn't let him get far. What a badass name, the Viper team. Put your hands behind your back. Put your hands behind your back. All right. All right, relax. Relax. Jerry turns into a real bitch. Relax. Relax. Bring your hand back here. All right. Bring your hand back here. All right. Goddamn. Got it. Got it. Got it. The Viper team forces Jerry to talk to me. (laughs) Jerry, how old did Travis say that he was? Jerry's a little busy right now being handcuffed and accosted by the cops. Conversation. Jerry. Jerry, focus. Jerry. Jerry. Just relax, Jerry. Jerry pulls the woe is me. My back hurts real bad. I need an ambulance routine, but uh, Chris Hansen doesn't care. He plows on through with his questioning. Oh, 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 my back. Suddenly, Jerry says he's in pain, and like many alleged predators, he tries to get sympathy after he's caught. But his diversion is not going to work. This is why I love Chris Hansen. He does not care about your discomfort, asshole. Jerry, Jerry, there's something you need to know. Oh, my back. Jerry, what? I'm Chris Hansen. I know who you are. How do you know who I am? I'm a fan. Oh, because <laughs> I've, I've said I would never do this fucking shit, and I did it anyway. Why did oh, you do it, Jerry? Because I'm stupid. <sighs> you talk about a glory hole, wanting the boy to go oh, to your house. Oh, God. My back. Oh, my back. Oh. killing me. Okay, there's, there's not a lot of sympathy here because of what you were here to do, Jerry. Do you understand that? I understand that. I have had surgery twice on my back. Yeah. Still no sympathy, Jer. He goes on and on about his back like we give a fuck. Oh my god, my back. Jerry. What? How long have you lived in this area? (laughs) What? Leave me alone! Five years. Five years. And I've never done this before. You've never done it before. Which is something, of course, every predator says. And what about all this talk about a glory hole and wanting the boy to come to you for sex? You talk about deep-throating him that you'd swallow. Yeah, I was stupid. I was really fucking stupid. Well, what do you think would have happened, Jerry, had we not been here and a 14-year-old boy had been here? I would have swallowed. I told you. It's right in the chat. Stupid Chris Hansen. Can't you read? And you see why it would be hard for me to believe this is your first time doing it. Well, I don't care if you believe me or not. I'm telling you it is, so... 
You just woke up today and said, I'm going to try to meet a 14-year-old boy online for sex. No, I wasn't, actually. I was looking for older. Okay, but you found a 14-year-old and you acted upon it, didn't you? Yeah, like an idiot. Okay. Do I you, knew better than that shit, too. Do you have a glory hole in your home? No. It's a glory oval, for your information. Booyah. I got Chris Hansen on a technicality. Chris Hansen says, well, like, look, uh, why did you say that in the chat? This, You know, you were promising <laughs> promising this boy a glory hole situation. Because I would have made one, but not for him. Mm. Wait, you said you would have made a glory hole for this boy. No, not for the boy. For me, because I like to do arts and crafts, asshole. Well, that's what you said, Jerry. That's not what I meant. Sounds like Jerry is starting to get angry. You're trying to get me all co- fucked up now, and I'm not doing it. I'm just reading your channel. <laughs> Jerry, have you seen my shows before? Yes. They suck. What did you think <laughs> of those shows? How stupid the people were. <laughs> did you ever think you'd be on one of those no, shows, Jerry? No, because I'd never wanted to do anything like this before in my life. Wait till he finds out that Chris Hansen gave him the nickname of Glory Hole Jerry. Can't imagine that's going to go over too well. Jerry? I didn't do anything to anybody but yes i was dumb the crime was committed in the chat i know that so you know the law right yes well of course in the end jerry was charged face charges of solicitation of a minor for sex using a computer in the commission of a felony and child endangerment jerry was also seen by emts for his complaints of pain and not surprisingly, they found no serious injuries. The way Jerry was carrying on, you'd think he broke his back in like seven different places. Ow! All right, well, there you go. The latest uh, to catch a production is called the, the Takedown with Chris Hansen. Amazing stuff. Love Chris's work. All right, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist. To the fucked up news! Right now! <laughs> Enjoy Distorted View Daily. Please consider signing up and becoming a Sideshow member. Members get exclusive new episodes every week, typically two times a week. Uh, yesterday was a Sideshow exclusive episode, and I'll be doing another one tomorrow. You can sign up at superfreaksideshow.com. If you go that route, you get a personalized RSS feed that you can plug in. It works with most, not all, but most uh, major podcasting apps. Ones that work with premium feeds, password protected feeds, you know, ones that let you enter usernames and passwords. Also, if you happen to use Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you can sign up right in those apps and get uh, the new Sideshow exclusive episodes right alongside the normal free shows in your feed. Memberships are very inexpensive, only $6.99 a month, even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. For more information on all the different ways to sign up, uh, and gain access, go to distortedview.com and superfreaksideshow.com. You can read all about it there. Uh, one final way to help support the show, we've got a Patreon account, patreon.com slash distortedview. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. Every little bit helps. Uh, if you pledge at least $5, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. The nice way to hop in front of the line there, and there are plenty of phone calls. I mean... Usually I'm months and months behind on the voicemails. Uh, All right. uh, Three very quick stories now. First up, we happen to have one here from our most fucked up state. Say it with me. Florida, our most fucked up state. Well, we've got a story here about a dumb criminal and an even dumber victim. 
You know, if someone is pointing a gun at you, threatening to kill you, and then, I don't know, he drops the gun or sets it down for a minute, or hell, you grab it from him. Whatever you do, don't give the gun back. I mean, yes, technically it's his, but he's threatening to end your life with it. Like, even if he promises to not shoot you. I was just playing, man. I'm just playing. I'm sorry. It won't happen again. Can I have my gun back? Don't give it to him. He has to earn your trust first. And that should take some time, right? Well, we've got a story here from Miami-Dade County where someone really should have been killed. Like, after taking a bullet to the abdomen. Okay, well, someone was shot, I guess. This just makes the victim uh, even more of a moron. Yes, after taking a bullet to the abdomen, a shooting victim's decision to give the suspect his gun back somehow didn't backfire over the weekend. It all went down just before 9 p.m. on Sunday at the Heat Food Market. Located at 1501 Northwest 27th Avenue, across from the Brownsville Metro Rail Station, Cedric Acra, 44, was packing heat that night in the store's parking lot when he got into an argument with the victim over Acra's mother not having keys to her own apartment. So, you know, a real dumb fight. Not something to be shot over. The report states the argument escalated to the point where Acra told the man, I'll kill you, and then pointed the pistol at his head. It's not clear how the two knew each other. Police said the victim grabbed the gun, which went off amid the struggle, striking the victim in the wrist and the abdomen. So had the victim not intervened and tried to grab the the gun, it may not have gone off. But okay, there was a struggle. The gun was shot. The victim was hit in the stomach. The victim was able to take the gun from Acra, but then, for some unknown reason, he gave it back to him. This is yours. I shouldn't have taken it from you. Sorry. Acra then told the man, I should finish you off. And he could, because, you know, he now has that gun. Luckily for the victim, he took off on his scooter. You don't see too many gunmen doing drive-bys on their scooter. I'm guessing this guy lost his license or something. It's interesting what laws he chooses to follow and which laws he he chooses to just disregard. Oh, no, I am not going to drive a car. I don't have a license. I'll carry a gun and shoot someone. Sure. But I follow the laws of the road. Police responded to the convenience store and uh, conveniently for detectives, Acre came back a short time later. Just everyone is so dumb. He came back a short time later on his scooter. Put, 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 put. While officers were at the scene, <laughs> I like to envision that it was a razor scooter, not like a motorized scooter. Acre was charged with second degree attempted murder and was being held in the Turner Guilford Knight Correctional Center on a $25,000 bond. So, yeah, maybe you should have finished him off. Second story we have for you today. I think a lot of us, maybe most of us who have had to work a nine to five job have taken extended restroom breaks on occasion. I remember when I was working at the testing center, uh, my normal routine would be like I'd get there at uh, like 730 or eight, get ready for the day. The first testing session was at nine. Got everyone seated, got a, you know everyone's computer going. And then at around uh, 9.15, 9.30, when everyone was uh, seated and taking their stupid test, I would uh, leave my coworker to fend for herself. And I would bring um, a Columbus Monthly magazine with me to <laughs> the employee restroom and plop down for a good 15 to 30 minutes. I would be in the shit. I don't even remember if I was like taking a crap. 
but I would sit on that toilet and I would read Columbus Monthly, mainly the real estate listings in the back. For some reason, I love because it was they were all like expensive houses, like super nice. For some reason, I like to look at those listings and like pick out which house uh, I would like to buy, even though, you know, it's kind of depressing when you think about it, where I was at at that time in my life, making barely more than minimum wage, living off of ramen. And I'm looking at these, you know, million dollar houses like, oh, I can, you know what? I, I don't like that one. I would never move there. Now, this one point two million dollar chateau in Worthington. Oh, I could see myself there as if I would ever have the opportunity. Even now, nowhere close to moving into a nice house living in the slums here. Uh, but, but yeah, I'm just like sitting on the shitter, imagining a life that will never come. I think I was uh, pinning all my hopes and dreams on winning the lottery. That didn't pan out. Well, a man in China. Oh, China. Yeah, a man in China has been fired for taking up to six hours in the toilet every day. Okay. All right. That's enough. I don't have time for this nonsense. Yeah, see, he would take six hour crap breaks. That's a bit excessive. That's going to get you noticed. I mean, I know probably like uh, people in China, they work longer than uh, eight hours, especially if you're underage. Those iPhone sweatshops will uh, work you to the bone, you know, 18 hour shifts and stuff. But six hours, that's still a large chunk of your day. According to the Dong Daily, the Chinese court recently ruled that the daily toilet breaks of the man surnamed Wang were not within reasonable and normal physiological needs, even though he cited health concerns as his reason for them. Yeah, it says he had an eight-hour shift. So in reality, he was only actually doing two hours worth of work, which sounds about right. I mean, let's be honest. Most of our days are just fucking around, right? When when you, when you get down to it, the real work we do is, what, 45 minutes, couple hours? The rest of the time is pretending to work and gossiping with your coworkers and looking at your phone. You know, the local media outlet reported that the employee had surgery due to an anal rectal problem. Oh, maybe this guy's telling the truth, right? This happened back in December 2014. So he's, you know, kind of milking it almost 10 years later. The pain persisted months later. He said his health condition forced his need to stay in the toilet from three to six hours every day, starting in July 2015. Official records of the unnamed company say that Wang used the loo over 20 times from September 7th to September 15th. The man got dismissed from the firm in December of that year. The company cited that, uh, you know, he he was tardy all the time, had absences, he left work earlier than expected, and of course all the toilet breaks. Wang appealed his termination a month later and asked to get his job back. While this worked its way through various courts, the labor dispute eventually reached the high court but the judge did not rule in favor of him as authorities found the company's decision legal and justified. At a certain point, you're just you're not able to perform your duties. Get it? He can't perform work duties because he's working on his own duties. There, I spelled it out for those of you who didn't get the joke. All right. Uh, final story we have for you today. Longtime freaks know that I am a bit of an Apple fanboy, right? I use a Mac to do this very podcast. That's why it sounds so amazing. Would not be able to accomplish this level of quality on um, a Windows computer. Ugh. That's not true, of course. For the first, oh, I don't know, eight years of the podcast, I uh, I, I recorded the show on a Windows computer and then I, I switched over to Macs. 
I do follow what Apple's up to, like when they release new products or updates and stuff like that. Uh, this week, they're having their worldwide developer conference where they talk about what's coming up with uh, in the new version of uh, iOS, you know, the iPhone operating system and Mac OS and all that shit, right? This year, they announced their big VR AR headset. Please, someone buy that for me. It's only $3,500. Make a great Christmas present for Timmy Boo. Get working on that. And, you know, if Love Lady Cat Lady was still around, she would buy that for me. My sugar mama. No, she would not buy that for me. I mean, she, she might. She might try. Might try to get a fundraiser going. Oh, I would love to see porn on that thing. Uh, the reason why I'm bringing Apple up right now is because they are finally fixing one of the biggest problems to plague the iPhone. Auto-correcting the word fuck. They always change it to duck. No more. Uh, Apple has said it will no longer automatically change one of the most common swear words to ducking. We're truly living in the future, freaks. And I eagerly await all of the Android idiots to message me. We've had that for years. I don't care. You're poor with your crappy little potato cameras, your cheap ass cracked screens, slumming it. No, I mean, I, obviously, I'm sure Android, you can uh, fix that. And Apple devices, you can fix it, too. You can go in and, and mess around with the autocorrect library of, of words or stuff. The autocorrect feature, though, which has long frustrated users, will soon be able to use AI. <laughs> this is what we're using AI for to detect when you really mean to use the word fuck instead of duck. Quote, in those moments when you just want to type a ducking word, well, the keyboard will learn it, too said software boss Craig Federighi. Uh, he announced the development at Apple's developer conference in California. iPhone users have often complained about how autocorrect forces them to rewrite their own messages, with the term damn you autocorrect becoming an acronym, a meme, and an Instagram account, and even a song. The changes to the function will happen thanks to the use of a transformer model, which learns context by tracking relationships and data, like the words in this sentence, using mathematical uh, techniques. Initially flagged in a 2017 paper from Google, transformers are some of the most powerful classes of AI, uh, AI models, and auto-suggest or predictive text systems are beginning to become more mainstream. The autocorrect change will be a part of uh, iOS 17. Public betas are supposed to be out in July with a general release in September. At last, our long ducking nightmare is over with. Thank you, Apple. Uh, that, my friends, is your distorted news uh, for Wednesday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Well, I love to hear from you freaks, and there are many ways to contact the program. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash distortedviewshow. Yes, we do have some patrons checking in today. Let's hear from you. Hi, Tim. Hi, freak. Uh-oh. Unicorn hamsters. Checking in while taking a shit. Anyway, I I have to be honest with you. Your shitty memory, Timmy Boo, fucking uh, disappoints me. Dude, I, I, you showed me. You played the band Twisted Anus at the beginning of a show. It was called Nice Cock. And I, I just want to play it in front of in front of the Westboro Baptist Church, and it's a great song to be playing in this month. All right, hold on a second. Here's a little bit of Nice Cock. Nice Cock! Nice Cock! Nice Cock! What are the odds we can get Mead Skelton to do a cover of this song? Nice 
that's nice. He has a high self-opinion of himself there. It's nice the band is Twisted Anus. I think they're from New Zealand. And the song, the name of the song is Nice, nice Cock. Yeah. You gotta play that this month to me, bro. There you go. I did it for you. I love that song. I just think it's funny. I wish that and Nick Pro came out in the 90s like the that's the hip-hop, the rap version of uh, Gay Nigga Hours. You know, it goes, I'm sticking five dicks up my ass. One, two, three, four, five cocks gonna blast. Yeah, I don't know this one either. <laughs> I don't remember it. You know, it was a uh, great homosexual-themed music. I like that. Someone should create a good compilation of these uh, really uh, fun gay songs. I think more artists need to be... Now that's what I call gay. Singing right? music about, you know, sucking dick. Yeah. Gay way, eating pussy women, you know. Yeah, I love filthy songs. Like that. Just a real... Wet-ass pussy, great song. Form of... Art. My dick, my... Or was it my... Yeah, my... Lick my pussy and my crack. That was another... That was a good one, right? Back you know, in the day. an alternative lifestyle. That's what they used to call it. Yeah, back in the 90s, alternative lifestyle. You remember that back in the early 90s? Yeah. An alternative lifestyle, that's what they would like, the nice way to say gay, like the corporations would say, well, you know, there was no pride or nothing like that. You live an alternative lifestyle. (laughs) That's kind of funny. Uh, Thank you very much, Unicorn Hamster. Hi, Timmy Boo. It is Itchy Taint calling in. Anyways, I just had a big bowel movement. Everyone's Uh, shitting, calling while they're taking a crap, or letting me know about their bowel movement. Thank you. I looked back in the toilet, and I immediately thought of you. Uh, (laughs) Flattered. Oh, my gosh. A lot of people, you know, a lot of freaks, they probably do that. Flattered and splattered. They probably have wicked bowel movements movements and they all could think oh timmy boo would like to hear about this i'd appreciate that but, uh, oh my god i just had a bad uh, case of uh, constipation over the past week and i finally went and oh, oh it's had a satisfying bell movement a new definition of pain that turd was stuck <laughs> it had been at least five minutes it felt like an eternity it was stuck in my dilated asshole and yeah. oh my god, Is it the it size of a coconut. Hurt. I uh, <laughs> I was actually looking at my fingers, thinking of doing the inevitable, oh, the unthinkable, going back, reaching back there to get it out. But finally, I've never had to do that. I feel like that is a truly extreme measure. Finally, you know, it came out, big plunk in the toilet, and I immediately spin my head around to see what the fuck was that? It wasn't a rock. What caused that? And it was, uh, it wasn't even that big, but it had a little, uh, a lot of little rocks in it, you know? Yeah. Sharp bumps. edges. Yeah. And I guess, uh, get that's what uh, caused it to get stuck. But, uh, it's funny. It was just like a plug. As soon as that turd came out, then all the rest just came flowing yeah, out. I've had some very good bowel movements, uh, lately. You know, ones where you don't have to wipe a lot. Uh, today, though, I think I'm going to ruin my streak because Lord Douche and I, tried a new fast food restaurant uh taco john's i don't know if you guys have that in your area they opened the first one here in cincinnati uh not bad but i think uh it's gonna give me the shit i think like i feel my stomach gurgling a little you know like tonight when i when i take my uh my shit it's uh 
It's going to be a Jigoo, Timmy Woo, Jigoo. Haley's Comet calling up. And I wanted to propose a new voicemail segment. Instead of voicemail wars, I propose voicemail appreciation. Hmm. And first, I want to honor Unicorn Hamster. Unicorn, you might be the only person on Earth who could bore the pain off of a mind penis faster than me, but you also provide an exceptional service. Your unsolicited descriptions of your unwashed naked body... I can't tell if this is the real Haley's Comet anymore. Along with your... There's so many people that call in and pretend to be Haley's Comet. I've lost all... Like, I can't figure out his voice anymore. ...unsolicited tales of soul-chilling sexual encounters that really sound like something out of the, the wrong term franchise are pretty much pharmaceutical-grade anti-premature ejaculation medication. Every time I'm about to reach my petite mort, well, cosplaying is someone capable Sounds like Haley's comment. Well, pleasuring a woman. It also sounds a little bit like um, uh, Pan Panis Core. I think about, your, about you naked, with your legs akimbo, uh, strapped over a space heater, the scent of your gooch grease wafting Ugh. on the thermal current. <laughs> and, and I can keep thrusting and crying out, this is what you get, mommy, for like 30 more minutes. Thanks for saving my marriage, you delightful bastard. Hope you didn't, don't get chlamydia. Again. All right. Thank you very much, Haley's Comet or fake Haley's Comet. That is all the time we have on this edition of the program. I want you guys to email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. That's 206-666-OGOD. It's an OGOD. I have my big organ here. Spread the distortion. STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or like wherever you can rate and review podcasts. Tomorrow's episode is going to be Sideshow exclusive. If you want to hear it, you got to sign up. Again, for more information, check out superfreaksideshow.com. Otherwise, I will see you back on Friday. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody! dragged kicking and screaming and clawing and scratching every inch of the way. All right, look, you're describing rape. Even if the man beat you over the head with a club and dragged you to the bedroom. It's really only polite to acknowledge pleasure once you get there. Do you hear that, victims? This has been another excellent podcast from the Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.